0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Yes, That Bed After Dark. This is a show where we can talk about whatever we want, whatever tickles our fancy, and whatever other things I say during this opening sequence. Okay, let's uh, just jump into it. We have a topic that we want to debate, but uh, let's do a little quick warm-up. Kevin, Iron Man 3 is coming up soon. This should date this podcast. I'm sure it's going to come
1: out 17 months (laughs) after It'll be out on Blu-ray when this gets released. (laughs) Yeah, so
0: Kevin, what are you excited for this summer since this is your last summer as a free man before you give birth to your child?
1: It's not even last summer. The kid's going to be here before summer officially starts, but summer movie season starts in about a week, and I'm looking forward to Iron Man 3. Probably going to be like one of the two movies I get to see all summer. Uh, we well,
2: got Martin's here as well. Welcome back. <laughs> right, right, right. So you're scheduling your life around Iron Man 3, right? The Iron Man 3 premiere?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I have confirmations and first communions and parties. They're all being planned around the <laughs> Iron Man 3 premiere. <laughs>
2: How does your, the rest of your family take it that, you know, they have to schedule around you going to see Iron Man? Well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm a sly dog.
1: No one even knows. Really? It's a <laughs> top
2: secret. Top secret. Top secret. <laughs> I don't know. Joel, are you going to go see it?
0: Yeah, I'm going to go see it. My expectations are at negative 1,000.
2: I don't really care. I feel like I'm going to see it because I have to. I feel like Robert Downey Jr. was born to play this role. Absolutely. I yeah. can't argue with that.
1: Yeah, It's. It's. I think it's going to be a race of which one's going to disappoint me more. Iron
2: Man 3 versus Man of Steel. A Man of Steel is... Oh, yeah, I can't imagine... And- I can't imagine that in movie in any disappointing dimension. any man more than yeah. Man of Steel. It's going to disappoint me. How can you
0: possibly walk out of that movie enjoying it? I can't see you
2: being happy. Yeah, there's no way, right? I'm expecting to be so disappointed from Man of Steel <laughs> that I'm going to just literally commit suicide. I would prefer yeah, Martin and I to went watch bridge and shopping. listen to My Only Child's Death Rattle. <laughs> They go see. They go yeah. <laughs> because I, I remember how disappointed I was after Watchmen, and this is going to be magnitudes worse than that. Yeah, it's going to be a slap to the face, a punch to the gut, a <laughs> kick to the nuts. <laughs> It's the Nolan touch that gets you
0: in it for real, That's right? That's the hook, right? If he wasn't there, you're,
1: forget you're it. You're 99% sure Zack Snyder's going to screw you. But there's that 1% it's like, maybe Nolan saved the day. All right,
0: let's say it's the same movie, but it's directed by Michael Bay, but Chris Nolan's still there. No,
1: it's- What it's, do you think? I'm, I'm less confident in that. I don't think Nolan, he can't negate the Bayness
2: <laughs> of Michael Bay. <laughs> Not only that, Michael Bay's ego is big enough to compete with Nolan, whereas Snyder's like, eh, right away Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's a very good Snyder presentation. It's uncanny. <laughs> yeah, he
0: sounds just like that, right? You know, this is the summer of sequels. It's just sequel after sequel
2: after sequel. So we have Iron Man three, Superman seventeen, whatever this is. Well, we saw this coming years ago when they when we had you know we had the first Iron Man, we had the first like all these like new franchises were starting up, and I'm like, you know, probably in like seven years, there's going to be one summer movie season where it's just like, oh,
0: Iron Man seventeen and Thor two, Smurfs
1: two, Fast and Grown
0: ups two. Fast and the Fury six. What are you gink? You guys
2: excited for that? Diesel's back, bro. I can't wait. Sun's out, gun's out.
1: I'm fine with all these sequels. I want to see all of them. The Thor one is a little. pay me to see, it, it, see that. I'm going to see it out of. Duty? I guess. Are at this we, point. Are, You're uh, a sucker. I'm going to say that I am, right now. You I am are a sucker. sucker. <laughs> I need to know how the story unfolds. We're going into phase two of the Avengers story. Who cares?
0: I will not be seeing Thor 2. I will not be seeing Captain America 2. Are we honor bound to
2: see these movies? Yes. No matter what Joel
1: says.
0: Listen, I put my foot down on The Amazing Spider-Man. I still haven't seen that. I haven't seen it yet either, actually.
1: I own that movie.
0: Well, I guess this is growing up.
2: (laughs) That's how I knew that I was a grown up because I didn't go see the Spider-Man movie on opening night. I was like, I don't need to see this thing. Hey, Joel, I? someone said you I spilled my apple juice in the hall please tell mom it's not her fault
0: (laughs) oh that went over my head is that a (laughs) Blink with any two reference or something that went right over my head Adam Song right (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah you remind me of the time I fell in love with a girl at the rock show (laughs) That's, that's, that's all I got to say about this. All right, moving on from the start of the movie season, let's get to what we actually came here to talk about. Kevin, you have some serious issues to discuss. We have Martin here. He's a foremost expert on these topics. He doesn't even know what we're going to talk even about. I don't know what are talking about. But he's a foremost expert on them. Kevin, do your little setup. So, sing your song, do your
1: dance. I got home from work today. <laughs> I watched an episode of Superman the animated series titled "Action Figures," which was Superman versus Metalo. Who's Metallo? Who's I'm not asking. I'm the proxy Who's for the Metallo? audience. Metalo is basically a guy whose consciousness is put into a robot. He's a robot with human consciousness. Yeah, he's got a Kryptonite
0: core. Martin is nodding in agreement, like a sage <laughs> old man. He's like, "Yes, of course. I am
1: an expert on this." <laughs> Ah, I am prepared. (laughs) So it got me thinking, you know, what if Superman just ripped Metallo's head off? He's just a robot, right? He is a murderer. Is he
2: a murderer? Is he a murderer? That's the heart of the question. You know, this issue was (laughs) bridged and (laughs) dissected beautifully in Ghost Michelle's standalone complex. Ah! (laughs) Damn it! This (laughs) guy...
0: that's a danger you put murder from a microphone this is an anime free this.
1: discussion yeah yeah
0: no anime <laughs> my ghost is speaking to me no <laughs>
2: <laughs> no Evangelion either
0: I know you were going there <laughs>
2: I don't know, didn't, um, didn't, uh, oh, what the hell was that philosopher's name? I forget, it. it's essentially, like, the thought experiment is that you have a ship, and it's made out of wood, and over time, it breaks down, and so the wood is replaced piece by piece, board by board, until the, all the wood has been replaced, but the ship is still structurally the same ship, just all its component pieces have been replaced. Is it still the same ship? Kevin? In is, that example? Yeah. Is there a shipness to it, and a, a something more than the ship that can't really be touched, it's ethereal? That exact same concept can be applied to the human body. I, I'm going to wildly make up these
0: figures, but I remember hearing that every 10 years, we cycle through all the cells in our body. Yeah. So it's pretty much like who you were 10 years ago very literally is not who you are today. Mm-hmm. So what does that
2: mean? Did you die in those intervening years, Kevin? Your brain cells don't die, so that's like a bad example. That's a perfect. No, it's like it's really not a good example. It's a bad example. Like brain cells don't die Yeah.
0: when you drink alcohol and smoke pot, smoke that reefer.
2: You can kill, you can kill brain cells. Brain cells, like you can damage them. I'm pretty sure I killed some brain cells watching the movie we're about to review when we're done here. <laughs> but I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure your brain cells continue to live for the duration of your life. So you
0: Kevin, okay, you're away. you had a minor in neurosurgery.
1: <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on this issue?
2: <laughs> yeah, they, they let they let people minor in that now. Yeah, I, I think that master's that in c-
1: accounting, minor neurosurgery. <laughs> There's brain cells that stay with you your whole life. Like, uh, yes, you're right. There are brain cells that die. But if you if your brain cells recycled every 10 years, wouldn't you not be able to remember? remember anything from 10 years ago?
2: Yeah, it just it just makes no sense. I have a better question for you. What is your consciousness? Is it the structure of your brain when it has an electrochemical signal pulsing through it? Do you not exist when you're sleeping or when you're like let's say I put you under for surgery and you're 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 not even dreaming. <laughs> okay. Are you still you?
1: Don't wake me. I plan on sleeping in. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Uh, you're you're still you. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as you have the potential to come back, you're still you.
1: That's a really good point. Yeah, the potential to come back. Which I think that leads into one of the the first things you have to get out of the way in this situation is, is the robot, does the robot have your only copy consciousness or are there other copies, right? Because if there's multiple copies, killing one robot version wouldn't be murder, right? Because the consciousness is still living on in other
2: places. Yeah, that actually brings up a good point, Joel. Don't copy that floppy. (laughs) Oh,
1: wow. (laughs)
2: Excellent. I I raise you a reference.
0: (laughs) 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 Yum! Okay, yeah, you know, that's a really good point. I I was discussing this with Kevin. I read a book that delved deep into these issues. And that's the thing. The question at the heart of this is what makes a human being? If I took your consciousness and put it into a robot and you had a physical robot body and you're running around, are you still a human being? Why didn't we talk about this during the Lawnmower Man episode?
1: I had no time. Where were you
0: during the law Mower Man episode? Listen, oh, that's
1: a really good point. Yeah. Skathing, this
0: is scathing and from this guy. <laughs> Throwing stones and glass houses. Oh man! I don't know. Did
2: Superman kill Metallo? No, of course not. He brought him to justice. Yes. Yeah. Super- actually, he left him for dead because him <laughs> <laughs> to justice that still makes him a murderer. Hey, hey, hey if, he Superman-, left for dead- if, if <laughs> Superman leaves, leaves, and he's done this a lot when if he just leaves somebody there to like float in outer space and like die. Yeah, he's like he's a murderer.
1: That's basically what happened. That there was a volcano erupting and Superman grabbed the, the kryptonite and threw it into the lava. Metello went after it and got like swallowed up by the lava and it hardened and he was trapped there. Oh, then he's and not Superman he's not a
2: murderer left. then because Metello made the decision.
1: Yeah, I guess so. It's a fine line. All right, so what happens in this situation? I go up and I slice Joel's neck. He's going to die. They hook his brain up to a computer. They put his brain in the computer. Joel's physical body dies. Do I get charged for murder?
0: Hmm, excellent question. I will demand you be charged charged for something attempted murder probably mm. my computer body will will be texting
2: everybody does he have a computer body
1: <laughs> yeah i'll be like Job, like ringing <laughs> phones all over the world Okay, so I go to jail for something. I get out. I find Joel the
2: robot. Yeah? I kill Joel the robot. Joel bot? Can I get imprisoned again? No, because... Oh, double jeopardy, huh? Yeah. No, he was tried for the attempted murder of you. Not the actual murder. Hmm. When you kill the robot, you kill... No, it. man, it's clear that the human me and the robot me are two separate individuals. No, they're not. Your consciousness well, is So you're a you new you. human being? Is your consciousness... Like, point to where your consciousness is. Point to where you're Joel. Kevin is stroking my penis. <laughs> As as far as that question. I will be stroking. (laughs) Do you
0: corroborate what you just saw? It was disturbing. (laughs) Joel, where are you truly Joel? (laughs) Kevin took matters into his own hands. Literally. Literally. (laughs) So is your arm, Joel? Now this issue was dissected in "What Dreams May Come." Robin Williams.
2: Are you? What are you? Your fingernail? Your whatever?
0: You're cl- you're more than the sum of your parts, right? Right.
2: I think you're less. I am. I'm definitely <laughs> less. Like if you lose your arm, you're still you. Yep. I mean, what do you stand on the Bicentennial Man issue? Is he human? Yes. That's only only posthumously. I stand by that. Are <laughs> <laughs> right, you have to explain that? <laughs> <laughs> the people who haven't seen Bicentennial Man. For the,
0: I don't know, negative 10% of people that have never seen Bicentennial Man, explain what that means.
1: I've never seen Bicentennial Man.
2: Huh. I, I can't even understand how someone has not seen Bicentennial Man. It's where Robin Williams calls everybody in the movie Little Miss. So essentially, the, the the movie is about a robot, and for whatever reason, it's unique. <laughs> it's able to think freely and change and grow. And throughout the movie, he turns from, from being this robot into being a real person. It's kind of like an, an adult Pinocchio story. And at the end, he petitions the Supreme Court and well, I guess... <laughs> what the hell is her name? Lynn Thigpen. Oh, she's so awesome. She's the chief, San yeah. Diego. To be considered human so that he could marry this woman that he was in love with. And uh, they granted him the right to be called human but only posthumously. He had to die. So that's pretty much the heart of the matter, right? Human human beings do not it's live... It's immortality. Exactly. It's immortality, right? You if as, The moment you become an immortal, you're not a human being anymore. Like if there's copies of Joel everywhere... like. Like on different computers and they're all over the place. He's no longer human. Mm-hmm. So then maybe you would be charged with murder. Oh, if I, if I couldn't come back when he broke my robot body? No, just once he kills your body and he put you in a computer, you could hypothetically live forever. How would you pronounce a robot dead? There is no heartbeat. Yeah, but human beings, you know, aren't pronounced dead when they don't have heartbeat. It's when brain activity ceases. Is it? Yeah, it is. People have heart attacks and they go into a systole constantly. <laughs> there isn't, every 30 not, seconds, like, oh, heart attacks. Yeah, no, I, I mean, every time someone has a heart attack, <laughs> Like they don't they're like stop CPR, he's dead. Oh, all right, bye. But someone can be
1: can be brain dead and they're not officially dead until they stop their heart from beating, right?
2: Terry Shivo, whatever that was? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I mean if they have no brain activity, like none, they're just dead. They actually do that, by the way. When somebody passes away and they're organ donors, until they can harvest the organs, they'll keep their heart beating yeah. and they'll keep like respiration going on to keep the organs alive, even though they're dead. That's sick. Sick fascination with the macabre.
0: Mm. Is this a thing? answer your question, Kevin. I feel this topic is going to bring a flood of debate from people. From who? Listeners. (laughs) Listeners. Sure. Uh,
1: This. This. (laughs) You're not impressed. No one. I mean, Joel's going to get four thousand emails that he'll never read. (laughs)
2: <laughs> like, I don't, I am not intelligent enough, eloquent enough, and I definitely have not even come close to thinking about this logically enough to come anywhere near an answer. And no,
1: no, we need to hammer this out tonight. Yeah, right
2: now. <laughs> All right, fine. Put, put the coffee on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I want laws to be written based on this. There there are laws written based on this.
1: On this podcast, specifically. Oh, right. that I want it cited.
2: <laughs> That's why Terry Shiva was such a big deal. Yeah. Like, she had some brain activity, but it wasn't like... The argument was that it wasn't consciousness, that it was just rudimentary brainstem activity that kept her organs alive and kept her respirating.
0: Well, now with this on the table, Kevin, was Superman a brutal murderer?
2: You decide right now. It sounds like he wasn't though. No, not, I mean, not in this situation. But you're least. saying if you ripped his head off, I don't know, man, <clears throat> is there another copy of Metallo?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you rip his head off, you know, where I guess it calls into question, where's the memory stored? Is it in his head? Because <laughs> then couldn't you just hook the head up to a new body? Yes,
2: I'm going to say yes. I mean, like, I don't even want to go go here right now but i mean we're more than just our consciousness as well like there is an innate you know self that goes above and beyond my brain my body careful careful i'm not i'm careful i'm i'm, I'm not even going where you think i'm going i'm just i'm just saying that there is a a unique martinness that exists more than just <laughs> all don't the parts. tread on you <laughs> yeah, yeah that's all i gotta say yeah yeah gonna... unique <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that goes above and beyond the electrical and chemical activity in my brain and my physical body. Know what I mean? Live like Jay. That's it. Oh, <laughs> that's <all> it. <right>. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. That's it. Live like Jay.com. Nailed it. <laughs> we should have gotten to that way sooner. <laughs> Kevin, are you satisfied? Yeah, this is a good discussion. I like this. I don't know if this is even kind of <laughs> close to being entertaining <laughs> at
1: all. <I'm> probably not. <laughs> that's <laughs> probably okay. Probably not. Probably <laughs> not. Eh, whatever. I found it entertaining. That's all that matters.
0: Like the time we met that famous movie director, Kevin. Oh.
1: (laughs) That was not a squandered opportunity. Set it up. Oh, we're gonna talk about that right now? Yeah, I might as well. I mean, it's now or never, really, because mm-hmm. the movie we, we're
0: gonna forget all about it at some point.
2: I will never forget that day. Okay, no, you gosh, guys have like nine and a half years before you lose that memory completely. That
1: was Yeah, you're right. <laughs> ten years, it'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the most glorious days of my life. So, Joel and I have a movie called that we like a lot called Primer. I highly recommend you should see it. If you haven't seen it, a time travel movie. If, if you really haven't good, seen it, get off your ass. Go get it, and then get back on your ass and watch it. I would tell everyone right now that it's on Netflix Instant for watching, but by the time this airs, probably it probably won't be on there anymore. <laughs> Who knows? So the writer, director, star, producer, caterer, everybody. choreographer, <laughs> best boy of the movie is this guy named Shane Carruth. And after like a decade, he finally has his second movie. It's out We've now. been
0: waiting for this thing forever, right? Since I first saw Primer, I've been waiting for 2004, this. 2004? Yeah. He's been trying to make this movie called A Topiary for the past 10 years, but what was going on with that?
1: He ran into some Hollywood issues. Yeah. He's not used to working in the system. No, nah,
0: he wants to make his personal project like Zach Braff and his Kickstarter.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But uh, it didn't really pan out for him.
1: So he, he switched gears and he made this new movie. It's called Upstream Color. I'd love to give you a synopsis here, but <laughs> I'm not sure that we have enough time, nor do I think I understood enough of it to give you a synopsis. Absolutely not. But I think it's a movie that should be seen. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I think you'll probably either love it or hate it, or you'll be like Joel and I and not really sure and need to watch it five more times before. I
0: mean, I mean after sitting through mine Hunters and Stealth and I know it, things like that, yeah. it's good to have a good braid washing, <laughs> clean all that crap out, watch something like this.
1: That will make you think and will, it, it demands discussion when it's over. Alright, so we went to the, I don't know if it was
0: the premiere but the director was doing a QA and a in New York. We went, so we went to the FC Center and it was pretty cool because when the movie was over and we were all sitting there befuddled and scratching our heads, <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the director came out and it was great because I was like, oh look, there's that guy. <laughs> there he is. That's him. And he looked exactly like you expected him to look, right? He, oh yeah. He wore the exact same clothes that he wears in his movies. And stuff, yeah, it, it fulfilled the dream perfectly. It's like seeing Kevin Smith or something, which, by the way, is another director that I've met in the real world. Anyway, so this guy comes out on stage and he pretty much laid out the movie point by point. He explained it to us.
1: He explained a lot of stuff that was really helpful. You, you don't have, want a movie have, to need explanation, yeah. Like, like you don't you want it to stand on its own. But I really liked the fact that we got his thoughts and views on. Yeah, he pointed us in the doing. right direction. Yeah,
0: I feel really, really lucky to have heard him discuss it. Absolutely. Because if I saw that movie blind, I would not know what to do with I would wander the streets for days
1: and <laughs> days. Yeah, I completely agree. It was it, it was the perfect movie to have that experience with.
0: Well, anyway, so when the movie was over, we left. He he like booked it out of there when the Q&A was over. He just disappeared in a cloud of dust.
1: Yeah, he like busted out through like the fire exit door. I gotta
0: like, okay, get out of here! And he ran away. <laughs> We went to get a quick snack Before we went back home To our respective houses Went to Five Guys Hope you guys have those Wherever you are Martin what's your opinion On Five Guys
2: It's pretty damn good. Free peanuts? No. Yeah, the Five Guys experience is great. I mean, like, look. <laughs> Love it. It's phenomenal, but the caveat, when you're done eating, you feel like you have molten lead in your stomach. Mm. That's, for, I, that's kind of a good feeling. That's though. a possibility. I think that only happens if you eat the fries. Oh, I eat the fries.
1: Yeah, you gotta you gotta go light on the fries. That's the key. I can't. If you want to have respect for yourself when you're done.
2: Yeah, I am not sure I want to have respect for myself.
1: You can go that route. It's available.
2: Well, well anyway, so we went to Five
0: Guys and we were there for like an hour or something, right? Talking about this and that. I know exactly br- what we were talking about. We were, we
1: were talking about the keyboards. Oh, the yeah? computer keyboards. Who brought this up?
2: <laughs> you did. Did <Was> you?
1: <laughs> <sighs> anyway.
0: Well, if the people listen, this is this happened before the episode <laughs> of the keyboard, right? It did. It, it did. was the build-up. Like that yeah. episode wouldn't have happened if we didn't talk about it then. Exactly. You,
2: you really are outrageous. <laughs> you really are. Truly, truly, truly outrageous? Yeah, Jem's truly outrageous. Thank you. Me. You like get uh, what's your beef? <laughs> pouring salt in an old wound here. All me? Right, let's, let's, all right, all right. Let's How are you bringing this up? Let's move on, let's move on. Don't tread on me,
0: yet again. <laughs> we, so we're we, we that hashed guys. this out. Yeah, yeah, we, we passed the... <laughs> 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 Bury the hatchet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so we're done with Five Guys. We go to walk back to the subway stop. We were walking down the street past this bar. We
0: took this kind of weird way to get to Five Guys because I wasn't really yeah. sure where it was. And when we got out, there was some some kind of unknown force, Martin.
2: Divine intervention? Are you saying that there was a divine hand guiding you in the right direction?
0: Yeah, it, it was like oh, like this <laughs> a different street, completely different from the one we came down initially. Yeah, I was like, you know, Kevin, let's go that way. This completely non-intuitive way. Let's go that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh
0: And then we we levitated across the street And went down the street It was pretty amazing, right?
1: Or I think we just used whatever street was available For crosswalking yeah, at the moment and, and It just happened
0: to be the closest one No, no was just an immaculate conception the Immaculate inception Where the, this idea was planted in our mind To go down this one street
1: Okay You can agree with that Okay, right? I agree with that
0: Alright, so we went to this one random back alley <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are back alley push yeah yeah Satterhouse <laughs> rules style
1: <laughs> Well, Kevin, what happened? We walk past this bar, and out of the corner of my eye, I see someone sitting alone at this bar right in front of the window, and as I turn and look, it's Shane Carruth, the movie director. He's sitting right there, all alone, playing with his phone. Yeah. I'm like, Joel, he's right there. And we both looked at each other. I think we were, it took us 0.5 seconds for us to discuss whether we should go in there or not.
0: Yeah, we had the obligatory moral debate. <laughs> To bother him Or not to bother him Yeah
1: It lasted No time at all We gotta do this We gotta go in there Let's do it (laughs) So we walked Into the bar We approached him Introduced ourselves And we talked it up With Shane Cruth For like It was like 5-10 minutes right Yeah it
0: really was We had his Undivided
1: attention (laughs) (laughs) You know it's funny too
0: Because like In my high school days And my college days And stuff You go up at like A party You go to talk To like a girl Or something you're just nervous. There. Yeah. But and there's re- excitement too. There's excitement, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna sound like an ass here, but she's a nobody. <laughs> she's an absolute nobody. Yeah. And but I'm nervous to go to talk to them, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. This guy's so- Body, right? For yeah. 10 years, we've been waiting for this guy's movie. Like, I know his face flawlessly, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I know what he looks like. I know what he sounds like. I've heard him in, in interviews. Like, I could pick him out of a lineup. He's kind of a big deal. Like, he's very minor celebrity, sort yes. of. But to me, he's pretty important. Like, I really liked his movie. I liked what he accomplished. He's a cool guy. Absolutely. So, there should be some kind of nervousness to go to talk to this guy. There was negative <laughs> nervousness. I, I kicked that door down. <laughs> like, hey, you! <laughs> Girl! <laughs> he had to come to me to talk to me. <laughs>
1: Kel, <laughs> how'd you feel? What did you think? Do you echo that? I didn't feel nervous. I was just really excited. Yeah. Like, like, I've seen this guy's first movie so many times. Probably like, maybe like 20 to 30 times at this point. Yeah. Which Over a 10-year period, is, that's a lot. <laughs> and it's, it's one of my all-time favorite movies. I've been eagerly anticipating this movie. We just had finished watching his other movie, which was something they still had a million questions <laughs> yeah. on, but I didn't really want to bug him with things. But yeah, I was super excited. I didn't even really know what to talk about to him about, but he was really nice. Yeah, he was really nice. He, act,
0: he asked us about ourselves. Where are you from? What do you do? Yeah.
1: Really,
2: he wasn't super
0: self-absorbed.
1: Nah. He seemed more interested in talking about us and who we were than like answering our questions or talking I, about himself. I got the sense that he's not the kind of guy where people like see him on
0: the street all the time. Like, hey, you. So this kind of stuff is probably new to him and novel. Yeah. So he, you know, he's in that honeymoon phase where he's still cool to talk to random schmoes from
2: Jersey on the street. I guess so. Yeah. We, I mean, we're not random schmoes, though. I yeah, mean, you're right. People, We're... people do approach us constantly and say, Hey, I know that voice. <laughs> <laughs> how weird would that be You're Martin from Yes happens? That Bad.
1: Could you imagine how weird that'd be?
2: What, if somebody came up to you and
0: was like, Hey, can you say say anything? Just talk.
2: Yeah. It, that would be upsetting, actually. <laughs> yeah. I would not be okay with Are that. Are you Martin
0: from Yes <laughs> That Bad? You're like, ho, oh, oh, who, oh, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we were talking to Shane Carruth, we shook his hand, he's really nice. I
1: haven't washed my hands
0: since. Yeah, yeah. It's all, that's why there's all mold and crust <laughs> on your fingertips. I remember when the movie was over, I wanted to talk to him. I was hoping he'd be like in the lobby or something yeah. so we could shake his hand. I mean, even when Ron Jeremy came to our college, Martin, he came out to the lobby and said hello to people.
2: He did. He, really? smelled, he was a nice guy. You caught a whiff, though. Oh, he smelled bad. <laughs> <laughs> he smelled bad, bro. <laughs> smelled bad, bro. Did he
1: smell exactly how you'd think he'd smell? Yes. He smells
2: like he looks... <laughs> He does. That's a good
0: way to put it. He really does. Okay, well, we were talking to Shane Caruth and and I when the movie was over, the my thought that crossed my mind was I wanted to say to him, Hey man, I like your work. Don't make me wait another ten years for it. But I was gonna say it like that. Yeah. I, you know, I tried to make it a little nicer. Uh-huh. And I got my chance, I said it to him. I was like, hey, hey buddy, listen, pal. I shoved him, I grabbed his lapel,
2: pulled him real close. <laughs> listen, did you look him in the whites of the eyes and say, Hey, hey, you. Hey, use, use guys. <laughs> I don't want to wait 10 more years for another one to use guys' movies. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. No, I said, hey, I think you have a very unique voice. I really enjoyed your first film, and I really want to see more movies from you, more content from you. And he had a really interesting response to this.
2: Yeah, he was like, pin me, pay me? Yeah, he said, yeah, bro, you got the cash? <laughs> you got the pin cash, me, pay bro? Me. I'll make whatever you want. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he basically,
1: like, he got a little sour. Oh, yeah. Dour. And I mean, it, basically, he said, like, I tried to make a movie in the Hollywood system. It's not for me. Like, it just didn't work out. He's. He's he, angry. He's he, bitter. Yeah, he. There's. There was definitely bitterness there, right? Was
0: I he wallowing in a bit of morass? Yeah, he was swallowing in like He was. Chaotic and secure delicious. I wanted to talk to him about this so bad, right? Yeah. I'm like, huh. Would you like to know more? <laughs> like, that's him talking to me. <laughs> Do you want to know more? I, I wish I wish But man That'd be cutting open An old wound Yeah right?
1: it, it It begged for a follow up question like, pl- like please Explain this Like it sounded like There's a real Interesting story real in there like,
0: yeah, you know, He's like You know what Shane <laughs> You got time <laughs> And we sat down In the stools next to him
1: But it It, it felt like Yeah like you'd be Ripping open a wound did That's guys, how it felt Did you
2: guys buy him a drink? He, had he already he had one He, had he one was he was drinking Did, did you buy him? another drink? <laughs> <laughs> did you buy him a pretzel Or something? <laughs> nah man We were, we were too stunned. We
0: were shell-shocked. It was knob. We we had post-traumatic stresses. (laughs) Yeah, we we did.
1: I was hiding under the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Don't
0: touch me. (laughs) You know, I wanted to ask him for a photo, but I felt like that would be taking something from him. So I said, I gave him something. I said, give him some praise and some thanks. Mm -hmm. I was like, thank you. You know, we don't want to take him any more of your time. You really are
2: like Jesus. Wow, thanks. Really I only help those who help themselves. So. <laughs> right, right,
0: right. I hope uh, this podcast somehow gets to him and he gets to hear us uh, lauding and applauding him. I have nothing but good things to say about this guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to blanket statement. He's in West Anderson territory. That guy
1: makes a movie. I'll see it. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yep. This guy makes a commercial. I'll see <laughs> it. <laughs> yes, yeah.
0: yeah, so that, that was our run in with greatness, right? I mean, that was amazing. Yeah,
1: was, we walked out of that thing with smiles. We were grinning from ear to ear. Yeah, we were floating. We we parted ways pretty quickly yeah. after that. We had we went on our separate ways to get home and i don't i think it was a good hour before i stopped smiling yeah like i was just so excited Listen, i was dancing on the wind the entire time <laughs> i went home i was calling people yeah friends and family people were like who oh what what are you talking about oh that's nice
2: <laughs> good for uh, you no you don't understand <laughs> <laughs> it's like Shane oh <laughs> What did what did your wife have to say about this?
1: Yeah, she was just like, oh, that, that's cool. She didn't really get cool, it. cool, whatever. Rolled her eyes a thousand times. Wow, sick burn, bro. Yeah, yeah. But then a day later, she meets some joker who was on nine hundred two and oh, you was, told me about this. That, You're that, that was yeah, that was the biggest deal ever.
2: <laughs> hey, come on, it was Ian Ziering. <laughs> that is kind of a big, it's deal. pretty powerful. Wait, no, I said this already to you. This exact thing, I said that is kind of a big deal. <laughs> New Jersey's own Ian Ziering.
1: You know, the, the really funny part of it is like the next day, I saw his picture. It was on a news, like CNN or something. Ian Ziering? Yeah. For he's what? becoming a Chippendales dancer.
2: Oh, oh good for him. Wow,
1: yeah, great.
0: yeah, great. Real happy.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, his so magic So now he's monk. finally made it big time. Yeah, that's great. I think the sun's going down, guys. Oh, it's the sun setting. It's... <laughs>
2: Enough of. Yeah, it's that bad. After, after
0: dark!
2: After this is the show! dark! dark. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's enough of. No, that's good, let's keep it.
0: Who cares? This is after dark. No one gives a damn about this. There's no rules here. Yeah, anything goes. Wow. Alright. <laughs> I guess Martin's the only one who has quality standards here. The only
2: rule is that there's no rules. Mm. Yeah, there you go.
0: (laughs) Bye-bye. First rule After Dark. Don't listen to After Dark. The
2: second rule of After Dark.
0: Don't listen to After Dark. Okay, thank you for listening to this latest installment of Yes, That Bad After Dark. If you really liked it, you should stand on your rooftop and scream (laughs) about Yes, That Bad After Dark to your neighbors. Do it at midnight after dark. To get the full effect, tell them to listen. (laughs) They'll love it. Do you guys have any parting words to your audience? Yeah,
2: Vinnie. Vici. No. <laughs> your Italian heritage is speaking out. I <laughs> is that your Italian sausage <laughs> sticking out of your pocket? Number one, Italiano.
0: Oh, thank you. Kevin, you got any parting words? Bye. <laughs> About that, that's this guy's a philosopher king. <laughs> Okay, that's it. See ya. Go to heading over to yesthatbad.com. Listen to the old episodes. Even better. Go to yesthatbad.bandcamp.com and purchase our latest premium podcast. Whatever that may be. I don't even know at this point. Mm. Could be anything. Could be everything. Could be nothing. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Just tune in and find out. Okay, see
2: you next time. Bye. Are you going to, like, charge them for nothing?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. $2. And it's just empty audio file. No. No. Thirty-two dollars <laughs>